Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Man, glory to God. Guys, I want you to get ready and I want you to get focused because we are getting ready to step into a brand new season of life. We're getting ready. Don't forget, we have tonight's service, and then we have we have New Year's Eve service, amen, special communion service, and then we'll eventually step into our first Sunday of 2021. I'm taking those next three services, tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday morning, and get us ready to step into our fasting, our season of transformation. And today and tonight, I want to talk to you about this. I want to talk to you about getting your spiritual edge back. I want you to think about that, okay? Get your, what does it mean to getting my spiritual edge back? Well, I want you to know this, that sometimes we get dull just walking through the earth. Um, I think if you're not careful, um, you, could, you could almost, um, for lack of better words, get dull um, in the arena of, of spirit things because sometimes if you're not careful, what happens is we become weak in things that we should remain strong in. And how many of you know, if there's ever been a year that could come and maybe challenge you spiritually, it was 2020, amen? We've walked through a pandemic. We've walked through probably one of the craziest elections we've ever seen in our life. We've walked through some stuff. We've walked through a national, a national crisis in a world crisis, in a crisis every which way, shape, and form you could possibly think of. I don't know about 20, I'm happy we're out, amen? But I want you to understand that there is, an, there is a level that you and I need to get to to become strong in spirit. Um, you know, it says in the book of Proverbs, a strong man's spirit could sustain him through bodily pain and trouble, but a weak spirit who can bear how do I develop spiritual hunger, and how do I get the edge back? You know, one of the things I want you to realize about this, because even when we talked about fasting, and we're going to talk about fasting, I want you to make a decision about what it is um, you're going to step into. So first and foremost, I want you to set your attention on what you want to accomplish in 2021. So that's the first thing, Okay. We got, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay this out. So I'm going to start tonight talking about 2021. I want you to get together. If you're single, I want you to spend some time with yourself. If, you have, if you're married, I want you to spend time with your spouse. And if you have children, I want you to spend time as a family. So first, individually, I want you to focus. I don't care who you are. I just want you to do this. I want you to set your objective. What do I want to do in 2021? What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to change? Self-inventory. Why, why, what am I going to fast? Why am I fasting? What, what, am I, what am I seeking? What am I planning? What am I pursuing? I think you've got to have almost a list of what I, what I want to change or what I want to grow in. And then you need to come together corporately. And then I think you need to come together as a family. You don't have to take a lot of time, but you've got to take a little bit of time. Why am I fasting? What am I trying to spiritually renew in my life? What kind of guidance do I need? What healing do I maybe need in my body? How do I get some resolutions to some of the problems I've been facing in life? 
How do, I, how do I get special grace to handle some difficult situations I've been facing, not just in my life, but in my marriage, but in my family? As I ask the Holy Spirit to help clarify some of these things and get him to lead me into this place of prayer and fasting, this is going to enable me to be more specific and get a strategy to see the different results of 2021. Now, this is what I do know. Um, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting to get different results. We all know that. That's been something we've all kind of coined. Like, if I keep doing the same thing I was doing, well, I got news for you. Spiritually, if you keep doing the same thing you're doing, you're going to get the same spiritual results. So just like everybody, you know, just like everybody's going to go to the gym and work out in a couple of weeks and parking lots are going to be filled and, you know, people are going to make resolutions they're not going to keep and people are going to go out there. But see, the Bible says vision produces restraint. So we need to get a clear vision. See, vision produces discipline. Discipline is not produced by habits. I promise you, I'm telling you some stuff here. Vision produces habits, habits enforce disciplines. Vision is the most powerful force you could possibly have because the Bible says without vision, the people cast off restraint. You know, 2 Chronicles 7.14, we can go there and we can look at it. It says if God's people will humble themselves and pray and fast, they could change the world. So as we get ready to change, I might, you know, you might be saying, Pastor Chris, I don't know if I got faith to change the world, but can I find faith to change my future? Can I find faith to change my tomorrow? And can I find the faith to change my today? That's, that's what I'm asking. Can I, change the, can I find faith to change the way I think? Can I, can I find faith to change my marriage, my kids, my situations? Look at 2 Chronicles 7, 14. It says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then they will hear from heaven. That's what it says. We're constant. We're separating ourselves from the God. Make it a priority to get there. Here's another thing I think is so important. We need, just write this down, make a commitment. Make a commitment. Make a commitment to produce the change you want to see in your life. I'm telling you, just write these down. I got to make a commitment to see. Like, look, if you want to change your financial picture for 2021, you might have to just set aside a little jar to start saving some money. You might have to go open up a financial account. You might have to, you know, if you want to change the way, maybe, maybe you want to change your, um, maybe you want to change your lifestyle. Well, you got to make a commitment. Maybe you want to change your, some of the things. Of, maybe you want to start exercising. You got to make a commitment. Now, here's the biggest problem with people. People quit on their commitments because they don't have clear vision. I'm going to get you clear vision because we're going to become intentional. You will live a life of default until you become intentional with your decision-making in the daily affairs of life. Pray about making, pray about the kind of fast you're going to undertake. Pray about the differences you're going to, now some of you are going to say, well, Pastor Chris, where do I find out? Well, you got the, you, on the website right now, you're watching right now, we are going to give you the website about 
Transformation 2021. It's right there on the screen. They'll, they'll help you do that. You know, they're going to put this up here or they're going to put the co- in the comments. They'll either put it in the comment bar. Whoever's monitoring will show you how to get the fasting material. Now, I'm going to say something here, okay, as we make this commitment. So I say, well, you know, Pastor Chris, if I'm going to fast, what do I fast? Now, some of you, you need, to, you need to subject yourself in the arena of food. Now, I want to tell you why we talk about fasting food because food has a power. Man, it really does. Flesh gets strong. And as you subject your flesh in the arena of food and not giving it what it wants, and you take that time aside to go pray, you're going to receive some of that spiritual edge back and grow beyond some of the limitations of your flesh. Now, some of you, you're going to have to cut back in that arena. And and I say that gingerly and cautiously because I don't want you just going on a fast and going on some diet and not praying. I'm talking about biblically fasting to separate yourself and consecrate yourself to go spend time with God. Now, some of you, I'm going to be serious. I could care less if you eat. I need you to spend time with God. Now, people call it a soulish fast. The Bible doesn't really talk about it like that, but we've kind of applied it for our culture. And I don't think God's got a problem with it because, listen, if you fast, if you fast like, oh, I fast from dusk to dawn, but you don't pray, what did you really do? You know what I mean? And then we come over here and go, we got a soul fast where you, you take this phone and you, you put it somewhere for a while and you forget about it, you don't, you don't pick it up, and you take that time you were going to play games on your phone and you go pray in the spirit, what do you think rewards God more? You know what I mean? Now I'm telling you, if you can get it all together, if you can fast some food and you can take some time of prayer, a lot of you will take your prayer time at lunch and you'll say, well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to subject my flesh, you know what I mean? Or I'm going to cut back, and then I'm going to spend the time praying and getting in the Word. That's important. But some of you, it might be a soulish fast. Some of you, it might be you're going to go off social media for a while. Some of you, it might be something you like to do. Some of you have some addictions you need to get rid of. Pray about it and, and get an understanding of what I'm going to do. How 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 are, how much fasting are we gonna do? Now what do you, what do you mean what do you mean? What do you mean how much how much fasting are we gonna do? Well, I'm gonna explain that, amen. What do you mean how much fast? Well, what's your plan? I'm gonna show you right here. What what's your plan? You say, what do you mean, what's my plan? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you right here. What's your plan with this fast? Are you plan are you planning on fasting half a day? Are you planning on fat are you planning on fasting a full day? What's my commitment? How long will I fast? One meal, one day, one week? You know what I mean? Am I going to do the 21 days? Am I going to am I going to get the type of fast? Am I going to just fast this? Am I, what are my physical restrictions that I you got to ask yourself some questions. I want you to get prepared and count because preparing yourself spiritually is going to be key. How much time? How about this? So how long am I going to fast? So you're probably going to join us for 21 days. Great. Am I going to give up lunch? Take that time to go pray? Am I going to, am I going to try to total fast? What am I going to do? I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to get to do, am I going to, am I going to fast physical, social activities? What am I going to restrict? Am I going to shut off the phone? Am I going to do a soulish fast? Am I going to give, how much time each day am I going to devote to prayer? How much time each day am I going to devote to God's word? 
Making these commitments ahead of time will help me sustain my fast. When, when I get tempted not to do it through life's pressures, as, man, as long as I got some of those safeguards in place, I won't abandon it. You know, I told the church, I said, why, why can't you give, maybe like, if you say like, all right, I'm going to just say like, let's just try to help you. Say you say, well, I got a half hour of lunch. You know what I mean? I, I work a job, I got a half hour of lunch. And I think God's leading me to give up my half hour lunch. Well, maybe I'll pray for 15 minutes in the spirit and read the word for 15 minutes in the spirit. And then there you go. I'm going to get his time. Some of you might say, well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast up until 3 o'clock. And then from 3 o'clock on, I'm going to do it. Well, then guess what? You need to set a, a, a safety so you spend time with God. Amen? So here's what I need you to do. I need you to ask God. You got to ask God for help. You got to seek God and you got to ask God, hey, what is it that I need to do to change my life? Now, let me explain something to you. Don't, don't over prepare. Now, I'm going to show you something here. What do I mean? That sounds kind of goofy. What do you mean, don't over prepare? Don't get so like you're jumping out the gate, like you, you know, you're going to, you're, oh, I'm going to, I mean, you know, it's like running. Like, I'm going to run, haven't run in 10 years, but I'm going to run 26 miles. Just relax. Just ask yourself this question. What can I maintain? I know I can maintain right now. If you give God more, great. But it, I, I don't want you setting goals that you don't hit. I'd rather you say, I know, Pastor Chris, I could pray 10 minutes a day, and I can get in the Word 10 minutes a day. I know I can do that. Then do that. And if you give him 20 and 20, great. But I hate for you to say, I'm going to give God a half hour, and then you give him 10 minutes, and you feel like you failed. There's no failing in this. There, there is a level of growing, though, where I'd rather say, I'm going to give him 15 minutes and 15 minutes, and I know I can then good. Then you set the pace for where you need to get to because here's the thing, and I, 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 I believe this. I believe this. Man, I'm telling you what. I believe this fasting is going to change your life forever because here's the thing you need to know. I need to get my spiritual edge, edge, edge back because fasting doesn't change God. He's going to say the same. Fasting changes you. It will help you keep your flesh under. It will help you become more sensitive to the spirit of God. And it's good to fast, okay? Because here's the thing, because what it does is it challenges me spiritually to go to another level. So now we're talking about getting that edge back. Now we're talking, now we have prayer groups prepared for you for the 21 days. Now this, this week, this Sunday morning at church, nine, nine, they're gonna be ready for you at the, the 9 o'clock service, we're going to stream it. Now, listen, I'm going to explain something to you. We are going to have opportunity for you to come for times of prayer in this building. Okay? We're changing it around a little bit. But you got to go and get ready for this thing. We're going to have, number one, we're going to have this. The prayer groups are going to be meeting. The prayer groups are going to be meeting. And they're going to have live Zoom so you could be a part of this Transformation 2021. The other thing is I'm going to be sharing in the services fasting keys and principles. Tonight, we're going to talk a little bit. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be talking to you what I believe 2021 is all about, what spiritual understanding you're going to have to have to press into this next year. And uh, I'll tell you what, I, be, I think it's spot on. And then, then Sunday, I'm going to launch, and we're going to release, and we're going to take communion, and we're going to get ready to transform. But we're also going to have... On the Saturday mornings, we're going to have times to come together and pray. We can Zoom it for you guys. We're going to have three strategic Saturday morning prayer times. All the information will be up. 
okay? I want you to see it. Now, get it. You could come. You could say, well, I'll take those three. I'm going to do those Saturdays, and I'm going to come in because I wanted to get three because usually if we do the other day, we only get as much. The three Saturdays, I'm going to come and get in corporate prayer. Now, you might say, well, you know, I can't get in the building. I'm not comfortable with that. We're going to Zoom it, and we're going to live stream it so you can be a part of it. So we're going to help you in this process because I want you to get the spiritual edge back because this, 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 uh, this is what happens. The year, this year hasn't been easy for people, and this isolation hasn't been good. So we are, we are pushing forward in this change. Amen? So here's what it is. How do I develop the spiritual hunger that I need? Well, first and foremost is this. I want you to come to a place of consecration with your life. Now, what consecration means is I want you to separate yourself from the things of the earth and from the things of the natural and consecrate yourself and focus your attentions on God. I want you to kind of come out of this thing for the month of January, for the 21 days, and say, Pastor Chris, we're going to pray, we're going to fast, and I'm going to give my best seed. And we're going to talk more about that, the giving the best seed, because I believe that we're in walking, we're living walking proof of doing this, okay? So to consecrate yourself Basically means Romans 12, 1, 2, right there. It's about, we could look, look at it. Consecrating yourself means to separate yourself, okay? Now, I want you to see this in presenting your body a living sacrifice. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice. Now, stop right there. What do you mean a living sacrifice? That means that you are sacrificing what you, sacrifice means giving up what you want to do and doing what you have to do. If I sacrifice, that means I don't get to do what I want. I do what I'm supposed to do or I do what is in preference for another. Living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Do you see that there? Presenting my body a living sacrifice renewing my mind, and presenting my body. Now, this is very important. Now, here's the first and foremost thing you have to stand. I must present my body. God is not going to force me to serve him. God is not going to force me to seek him. God is not even going to demand me spend time in his presence. So that means it has to be a choice of the individual to want to seek God. Now, you might say, Pastor Chris, why in the world do I have to seek God? Well, doesn't God have to come after me? No, God already came after you, and because God already came after you, he's not going to pursue you anymore. You have to pursue him, okay? And I think um, this this, this is the thing thing that I think really gets everybody kind of like, oh, my God, you know, like, why is it, why, well, God could just do it. God's not just going to do anything. God wants you to, to draw near to him. Now, I want you to look at James. I got a couple of scriptures for you. Go look, go look. Um, you could look at James 4, 8, okay? James 4, 8 is one of the most powerful scriptures we use about this. Um, and uh, we'll read it together, okay? And when we read it together, it's going to make sense. And then we're, after we read it in the King James, can we read it in the Passion Translation? 
really, really, really reads a little bit of Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. And it's pretty strong, right? Now look at it in the Passion Translation, okay? Now this reads just a little bit easier where you get in, you know, the draw nigh unto God, and God will draw nigh unto you. Move your heart closer and closer to God, and he will come even closer to you. But make sure you cleanse your life, you sinner, and keep your heart pure and stop doubting. Man, ain't that good? Move closer and closer to God. Well, how do I move closer and closer to God? I become more aware of his word and his presence in my life. So that means I separate and I move closer and closer to God. Now, one of the things you need to understand about that, what do you mean? Now, this is kind of wild. Um, um, I kind of think... Um, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not careful, I don't want to say careful might not be the word, but if you're not paying attention, you won't know how to draw closer. You know what I mean? And now all of a sudden, stuff that you should be, you know, almost, um, almost, um, stuff you should almost be accessible to, you're almost dull and void of because you're not, you're not drawing nigh. See, closer, every man has a uh, has an ability within himself that can only be fulfilled by God. You know what I mean? That's Matthew 5 and 6. See, everybody, the world's looking for it. They don't know it. So what we need to do is Matthew 5 and 6, you can pop it up there. Every man has a, has a desire, um, you could almost say uh, 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 an inward guidance that wants, but he don't know what he's looking for. Every man. Look at this, Matthew 5 and 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall be filled. So there's a thirsting, there's a hunger within man that can only be fulfilled by God. So you're looking, you're like, oh, I'm going to try. That's what the world does. They try, I'm going to get high enough, drunk enough. They're having sex. They're doing all this crazy. They're trying to fulfill these things. You know what I likened it to? This, I, I got this revelation way back in the beginning. Remember when you were a kid? Now, I'm really going to be dating myself on this one. Remember, we used to have this thing called, we used to have this game like it was perfection, I think it was, you know? And you push, you had all these pieces uh, of this thing, like a star and a moon and a box, and there's all these plastic pieces. And you take them out, okay? And you press the board down and pr- turn the timer. And it would be tick, 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 you know, tick, 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 tick. And it would stay still. And you had to grab all these pieces and shove them in the, in these spots, you know, and the thing tick 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 tick. And when the, if you didn't hit the timer before the game was over, boom, the game would pop and the pieces would go flying all over. And I think you, you you changed the configuration. I don't remember all the details of it, but I just know it was a pain if you didn't do it. And I and I thought of my life like that. I had this vision when I first got saved. I was like, man, I tried to stick the money thing in there. There's a heart piece missing. There's a piece like a puzzle piece missing in your heart. It's God. And you try, you try, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll, y'all. You know what I'm saying? You're trying all this stuff, and everything in the earth is not fulfilling. And you, and, you, and then you get married, and you're like, oh, my spouse. And then you have a kid, and it's all oh, my kid. And it's like, no, Jesus. When you're lost, you're messed up. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. But Jesus fits the peace. But if you don't know what you're looking for, you'll live void of it. Okay. You got to understand something. This is why you needed the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And this is why you needed the word of God to become the final authority in your life. 
Now, see, you didn't know this before. Now, I'm telling you what you need. Now, like, you come in here, and I'm a doctor. Okay, you tell me your symptoms. I decide, I, I describe your, pres- your, your prescription. So I'm giving you your prescription, but you don't know what you need. So how do you know what I need, preacher? Because you're a human. And you've been designed by God in the garden in the beginning. So here you go. First thing you need to do is start your relationship with God. Now I'm going to give you a big one right here, and we're going to talk about it. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, praying in unknown tongues. Stop being goofy Christians that don't think they need the Holy Spirit and the infilling with the unknown tongues. And don't tell me the tongues are weird. The tongues ain't weird. It's weird not to have the tongues. But I don't know what I'm doing. Are you out of your mind? If God told you that when you pray in an unknown tongue, you pray the perfect prayers for your life, are we wacky? Why in the world would I even want to pray in English? I don't even know what I need. I can't understand people. I don't understand people at all. I don't understand how in the world people, my God in heaven, I don't understand how people have not come to the conclusion that God Almighty, my God in heaven, God Almighty himself said this. He said, "You when you don't know how to pray as you ought, the Holy Spirit makes intercession for you, praying the perfect prayers. Are we this crazy to try to navigate through a natural life without spiritual help? My God, I need the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and I must learn to make. Now, this is number one. Now, now, these are precedents you need to set and stop goofing around with. I got the Holy Ghost. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you come to these meetings, you come to this prayer meeting. Now, all the information, I'm saying this all service long. The information's going to be up. Transformation. Say, I don't, I don't have that Holy Ghost stuff. I'm not even a member of the church. I'm watching online for the first time. You get around the ministry, we'll get you filled. We'll call you up, call up the prayer team, they'll get you filled. We, you need to be filled. Because you say, Pastor Chris, what am I? I lift my hands. What are you praying? I don't know what you're praying. I'm praying the perfect plan and will of God for my life is what I'm praying. I don't know what I need. Do you know what you have need of? I don't know, but the Holy Ghost does. When a man prays in unknown tongues, his spirit prays. How be it in the spirit, he prays mysteries, mysteries of my life. You don't even know what you need. So now you got to get that done. I got to get this Holy Spirit thing going. So somebody say, well, you know, Pastor Chris, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost for 20 years. When's the last time you prayed in the Holy Spirit? You're spiritually lazy. Now, don't get mad at me. We get spiritually lazy and we get dull. You know what a chef will tell you? You know, you say, ooh, sharp knife. You know, my buddy's got a samurai sword from, 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 from like um, I got a um, like a real one, you know, a balanced out. Man, I'm, I get nervous just pulling the thing out. It's so sharp. But a chef, anybody will tell you that uses knives, said dull knife is dangerous. A sharp knife does its job to perfection. And you think like a sharp knife would be dangerous, but a chef will tell you, I want a sharp knife. Why? Because less room for error because that knife does its job precise. If you're spiritually dull, you ain't doing kingdom work the way you should. You're fighting temptations of sin and 
You got all these ideas in your head. No, you can overcome. We got to make, see, now this is what starts happening. We got to put the first, we got to put first thing first. Make the word of God your final authority. Now we're getting somewhere, right? I'm praying in the spirit. Ooh, come on, somebody. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I've got God's word going in the right direction. I got this thing happening now. I got it happening. Ooh, come on now. Because God wants to give you good things. You ever read Luke eleven thirteen? Look at Luke eleven thirteen. This is so good. You don't think God, God is for you guys. Come on, man. God is for you. If you, then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Now, that's not just giving you the Holy Spirit. That's giving you the things of the Spirit. Come on, man. That's giving you the things of the Spirit of God. Ain't that good news? Man, I'm telling you what. That's what the Bible says. You can get these spiritual good things. Man, I promise you it's true. God, Bible said, look, 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 look at, how do we prove, look at this, right? Well, I'll show this down, right? Look, think of this. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Father. That's James 4 and 8 talking about drawing nigh to God, and he'll draw nigh to you. Remember we read that one, James 4 and 8? Draw nigh to God. Amen. And he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinner, and purify your heart, you double-minded. See what I said there? Cleanse your hands. What's it mean, cleanse your hands? What's that mean? Stop touching things, things of the world you shouldn't be touching. Cleanse, see what he's saying? He's saying, he's saying, man, separate yourself from the things of the world. Come and get away and come and be with me. That's what this consecration is all about. Coming and getting away and being with God. Man, man, I promise you that. That's the truth right there. When you separate yourself, when you separate yourself from the earth and the things of the earth and give yourself to God, you don't think God's going to reward you for that? You know what I mean by that? Like, I'm going to take time out of my day to go spend time with God. We're going to take time as a family to go spend time with God. Now, I'm going to go pray in tongues. I told some of you what to do. Build the discipline. Go walk around the neighborhood. Go for a walk on the beach. Pray in the spirit. Get, get moving. Get going. Why? Because you have to start building the spiritual disciplines that God has asked you to to separate yourself for consecration. Separating yourself is consecrate. What does it mean? So if you're going to look at 2021, okay, look, did you like 2018? You're going to get the same thing if you do the same thing. Did you like 2019? You're going to get the same thing if you do the same thing. Did you like 2020? You're going to get the same thing if you do 2021. Something's got to change. Amen? I promise you that's true. Because this thing, how do I get... Man, how do I, look, how do I get the spiritual edge back and how do I get closer to the Lord? Well, I'm, I'm glad you've been asking me these days because here's the thing I've been trying, I've been pushing forward is that you are going to have to build these spiritual proofs to become disciplined in your life. Now, one of the big things is this, is that I promise you, and it's the truth, that God, God wants you to draw near. Man, and I'll tell you what, I love that word. 
drawing near, drawing near brings, brings, draw close to God brings change. You know what I mean? And that's so true. So one of the things you're going to have to do to draw near to God is what? You're going to have to make sure you produce separation from the things of the earth. So that means you're going to have to get away. Ooh, I like that. I like that. That's one of the biggest things you're going to have to do. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to go forward in this thing. Man, I got excited about that. You know, because that's, that's part of it. Well, what do you mean that's part of it? Well, I mean this is that if you draw near to God, he'll draw nigh to you. Remember that, James? So what's that mean? That means I got to go partake of the Lord. How do I draw near to God? He ain't down here with no sandals on. It's not like I can go to Starbucks and have a coffee with Jesus. But you can if you go have coffee with the word. Come on, somebody. You can if you go separate your life. You can if you go spend time. My God, did you get that? If you, you can't, now what are you building? Now remember we started this, what are the safeguards you're going to put in there to draw near? What are some of the things you're going to apply? Now, look, man, this is why we're, this is the, this is the week before we end. This is the week. We're getting ready. We're on that Wednesday. This is the last, this is the last service in 2020. We're getting ready. We're going to have New Year's Eve, but you know what I'm saying, last Wednesday. And then we're going to have that, then we're going to step into this thing and we have to make sure that we have strength to press into this. Well, what am I doing? Now, I'm going to tell you another thing here that I think is big, and y'all know this, but it's true. Okay, here's my big thing that I, I'm asking you. If you ask yourself the question, God's always been wanting you to come and pursue so then he could respond to your pursuit. But if you're not pursuing God, God has nothing to respond to. Man. And that's big. Are you pursuing, are you pursuing God? Man. Are you pursuing God? Now that's the question. Have you been sharp? Are you sharp? Have you gotten your edge back? Are you getting your edge back? One of the big things I ask myself is this. Have I, am I drawing closer? Has this been a year you felt like, man, I got closer with God? What am I doing with the Holy Ghost who's living in me? How's my faith walk? What are my goals? Where, 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 what, are, what are some of the dreams and what are some of the plans that I want to achieve? Man, I got this thing over here. Watch this. This is so good. Right? As you get ready to fast and as you get ready to separate, consecrate, and give, it's watch. It's one of the greatest disciplines you could produce as a Christian, right? Because when you separate and you reach after God in the unseen realm, something's going to happen in the seen realm from you. Fasting is letting go of all that is seen and temporal. Fasting helps express, deepen, and confirm the resolution that we are what? ready to sacrifice anything, even ourselves, to attain what God seeks for us to have from the kingdom of God. So, man, I know that sounds like a little bit like, come on, man, what do you mean? We're dropping in this corporate fast to get ready, but this corporate fast has to first become an individual responsibility that you're going to do. Man, I promise you that's so good. Did you get that? Just pull that in slow. Do you want to grow spiritually? 
Do you want spiritual breakthrough? Are you looking for answers for life? Do you need breakthroughs in your family, your marriage, your finances, your life? Now you got to get serious about this because nothing's going to change until you change what you're doing. Now I know I'm making this like kind of like, yeah, watch this, right? Because we all, we all know this thing. Fasting is going to help you in, it's going to help you in every area of your life because it's going to reduce your, it's going to produce a spiritual edge that maybe you lost in every area. Now, when you say that, people look at you like, uh, what does that mean? Fasting means I'm putting God first. That's the most important. I'm putting God first in every area of my life. It's not just abstaining from food. It says, it's what? It's allowing God to become first in your life, okay? It's, it's, that, it's right on, and that's important. It's allowing God to become first. It's about, here's another one. It's about refocusing your future. It's so true. Fasting is about refocusing your future. This is how you do it. I'm gonna refocus my future by the decisions I make during this fast. I'm refocusing it. The things that mean more to me. Um, you know, you see, Moses fasted 40 days in the Bible. Jesus fasted. It was because of Israel's sin. He wanted to, oh, he got them to overcome what was going on. David fasted and mourned the death of Saul. Okay, Elijah fasted. Daniel fasted on behalf of, of the sin of Judah. And, and, and literally, he, we use the Daniel fast as what he ate and what he would allow himself to eat. Some of you are going to do the Daniel fast. Some of you are going to fully fast. You got to be prayerful. Man, even to get this thing rolling, guess what you got to do? You got to go pray, God, what kind of fast do I do? What kind, of, what kind of change? My God in heaven. Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights and came out with power because he overcame the devil. My God in heaven. It's not just about giving up food or other social items, but it's about feeding your spirit through the word of God and obedience to God. So now we're getting excited. We're getting some momentum. We're getting ready. Come on, we're getting ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Praise the Lord. I wanted to read this thing to you because I, I think this is really, I think this is really, really good. Um, you know, well, it was said, uh, Moody, Dwight Moody said this, if you say, I will fast when God lays it on my heart, you never will. You're too cold and indifferent to take that yoke upon you. And that's strong, isn't it? He said, if you say, I will fast when God lays it on my heart, you never will. Because we're too cold and indifferent to take that yoke upon you. So what that means is this, don't wait for God to tell you. You know what I mean? We're telling you we're fasted. Find out where you're going to fast. That is so good. Why? Because there's a lot of things that it produces. It produces humility in your life. It really does. It produces a humble heart. You become, you become humble. You get closer to God. You know what I mean? Here's some of the benefits. You get closer to God. Fasting helps express, deepen, and confirm the resolution that we are ready to sacrifice for the kingdom. Remember we said that? We fast for understanding. We fast for God's direction. You know, there's times even now that sometimes what I'll do is I'll take a couple days 
you know, like a big decisions come up, I'll take a couple of days and, and I'll just seek the Lord about these big decisions because I know they're big and I need direction. If I need direction, sometimes I'll just, I'll ease back. Remember, that's Acts, if you want to see it, it's in Acts 13, 2 and 3 and 4. You know what I mean? You can see that. It's good. It, it can help you. Acts 13, 2, 3, and 4. And why do we fast? For God's direction. And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said. So they ministered to God through, you know, we ministered to the Lord through, our, through, 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 through fasting, but also why? Giving God praise, right? We speak to the Lord in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our heart. They ministered to the Lord and fasted, and the Holy Ghost said what? Separate me, Barnabas, and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they fasted and prayed, right, and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So they, being sent by the Holy Ghost, departed. Amen? Do you see that right there? So they got direction. They got direction. So some of you need some direction this year. You fast and pray. So now here's what I want to do. I want to kind of pull it all together in these next couple of minutes. We are standing, and I said a lot of stuff, and a lot of it will stick, and a lot of it you guys know, and a lot of you guys will just be like, you know, oh, I want to fast. With a, I want to fast with a pur purpose. Yeah, well, I, I know. I want to fast because I got some stuff to overcome. I got to fast because I want some breakthrough. Maybe you got emotional problems you want to break through, and maybe you got life problems you want to break through. I don't know, but whatever it is, you were maybe um, um, maybe you're just saying, "Man, Pastor Chris, I am ready to really change my 2021, and I'm going to use this fast as a tool to do it." Then here's what I want you to do: I want you to take some time and get away and say, "This is what I'm doing." Now, I like what Moody said. He said. Don't wait for it to come upon your heart. I'm bringing it to you today and saying, don't say, well, you know, if God leads me, just get involved. Now, I'm going to show you now. Some of you, that food thing, you need to do it. You need to ask the Lord. You need to be balanced. Maybe some of you need to check in with your, you know, diet restrictions. I understand that. But some of you, man, there's an area there where maybe it's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to give up something in that arena. Some of you, it's that social media thing, you got to bury it. Man, you're spending way too much time consumed through uh, entertainment and movie stuff, and just, it's, it's consuming you, man. The kids nowadays, it's, 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 they live on a screen, and you know it, and I know it. Maybe there's a house rule. Maybe we just put the social media away. But then, after we give up the food, after we subject the soul to the stuff we want, what are we going to fill this stuff up with? And that's when we got to ask ourselves, what am I going to do with the time? What am I going to do with the, you know, the hour a day I was on social media that I'm giving up? What am I going to do with that 20 minutes a day? How, what is my plan? What is my extra Bible reading plan? Now, I'm telling you, this is why I'm doing this early. You got to prepare. Otherwise, you're not going to reach a goal, and you're not going to meet expectation. You're going to get frustrated, and then you're going to get, you're going to get like, oh, it didn't work. So what are we going to do? So now you know we got all our little prayer times. So we got prayer groups meeting. Now all the information is going to be up. So join in now. I'm going to come back Sunday, and we're going to kick this thing off. So Sunday we're kicking off, right? We're talking about prayer groups. The prayer groups are going to be meeting at the church. They're going to be meeting at the church at 9, right? Aren't, aren't they meeting at the prayer teams at 9? So now, yeah. So now the prayer teams are going to be meeting at 9 o'clock 
in the morning, all the information. I'm giving you this stuff early. I'm a couple weeks ahead with this video, so you know what I'm saying? Bear with me. So you got to get all the information. So, oh, I can go to the church and learn about prayer? Yes. I can get filled with the Holy Ghost? Yes. I don't want to go to the church. I'm, I don't want to come. Okay, can I watch? We'll zoom it. It's online. You can get it. You can see it. Then we're going to open up the church on Saturdays. The three, the three Saturdays during the fast, we're going to take some time. All the times will be up. We're going to do the Saturday, like morning-ish, you know, like around there, maybe like 11-ish. Go in there and check it out. And we're going to have prayer time so you could come. Now you say, well, I don't want to go to that. I can't go. I can't get out of the house. I understand that. We're going to online stream it so you can get it. Then we're going to have a daily devotional or an encouragement on the daily. You know, there's going to be something to encourage you. The app's going to be running through Chris Arnold Ministries. Listen, we're going to help you succeed, but I need you to take time um, to really ask yourself, is this going to be the year I produce lasting change in my life? Because that's what fasting and praying is going to do. This is going to produce lasting change in your life if you will take it on. Now, listen, if you do not decide to take it on, you're like, oh, you know, I don't want to take it on and I'm not going to do it. Well, then guess what? You could probably just guarantee yourself the same results you've been getting year after year. But if you want your eyes to really be open and you want to walk in a brand new, a brand new uh, arena, fasting is not a hunger strike. Fasting submits you to God's commands. A hunger strike makes God submit to your demands. Man, that's so good. Ed Cole said that. But I want you just to pull this in. If this is going to be your year of change, you got to start seeking God now about the areas you want to change in. So now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right here. I said all that to say this. You want to get some victory over battles? You fast. You want to get some spiritual growth in areas? You're going to fast. You want to get some financial breakthroughs? You fast. You consecrate this time. So what we're going to do is say you say like this, I'm going to give my lunch time or I'm going to give my breakfast or I'm going to give some dinner time. And you say, I'm going to take my half hour lunch break from work. I'm shutting it down. I'm not going to eat. I can do it. I know God said I can do it. I can do it. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to stop right there. Okay, you're going to stop right there. And then what you're going to do is you're going to split this in half. You're going to say, okay, I got a half hour. I'm not going to eat. I'm going to lay it back in the flesh, if that's what God tells you to do. And I'm going to take 15 minutes, and I'm going to pray in the Spirit. I don't know how to pray in the Spirit. We'll teach you how to pray in the Spirit. You know how to pray in the Spirit? 15 minutes, I can't do, okay? Five minutes praying in the Spirit, five minutes in the natural, and five minutes you just worship God. I don't know. And then you're going to take 15 minutes and read the Word. Five minutes. So say we go, I got a half hour. Five minutes praying in the Spirit. Five minutes, come on, I'm breaking this down. Five minutes praying in natural, five minutes worship God, five minutes read the Bible, five minutes confess the word, five minutes produce confession. Come on. Just whatever you got, set a system to succeed now. And then we're going to talk about the giving side later. Like, we're going to pray fast, we're going to give. We're going to give our best seed to break our financial future wide open. We already seen that happening, but we're going to do this thing. So let me pray for you. Don't forget, tomorrow night we have New Year. Now listen, we're going to have New Year's Eve service. Now don't forget that. 
We're going to be bringing the word of God to you. I got a word, 2021. It's about you stepping into spiritual strength like never before. So let me pray for you right now. Let me believe with you for breakthrough that you're going to know what to do. You're going to know how, what to hear. And you're going to say, hey, God, help me understand. And some of you, you know what? You might, and I'm going to tell everybody something here. Everybody watching and everybody in this church, there's a part of you that needs to be in this. I'm not saying you got to give up everything. But you got to give up something to give God first place in your life, and it's now. I promise you that. As you take time to fast, pray, give, you're going to see your life change forever. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you right now for each and every person at the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, for changing and transforming. Thank you, Lord. You speak to their heart. You release in this season what they need to receive from you. So they hear, they know, and that they allow themselves to be transformed by this fast. Give them the direction they need on what to do. Now we got time. We got Wednesday. We got this. We got tonight. We got all this week until Sunday morning. We got a couple of days. So God, speak to them as a family. Speak to them as individuals. Speak to them about where to sacrifice in their life and what to give you so that you can give them the greatest access to your presence in 2021 like they've never seen it. And I believe for the church it's strategic that we are spiritually sharp stepping into 2020 like never before. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and everybody said amen and amen. Now go there, click the link, go to Transformation 2021, and get ready and be a part of what we're getting ready to do globally around the earth. We love you. God bless you. I can't wait to see you. I'm going to see you over the next couple of days. I'll probably catch you one of these services. If I don't catch you, I'll see you Sunday, and we're going to kick off 21 days of transformation. It's going to be powerful, and your life is never going to be the same again. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen and amen. I love you guys. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.